My story began as my mother carried me in her belly to the great Nawalu trade fair. Because she was pregnant, our tribe let Mama ride high on the back of our finest camel, which meant she was also lookout for our caravan. It was she who spotted the lion and gave the warning. Our warriors closed in tight around our people to keep them safe, but they were in no danger from the lion. He was a young male, with no lionesses to guard him as he stalked a young ostrich who strayed from its parents. He drew closer to his intended prey. Its mama and papa raced toward the lion, faster than horses, their large eyes fixed on the threat. The lion was young and ignorant. He snarled as one ostrich kicked him. Then the other did the same. On and on the ostriches kicked the lion until he was a fur sack of bones. As the ostriches led their children away, my mama said, she felt me kick in her belly for the first time. If the kicking ostriches were a good omen for our family, they were not for my papa. Two months later, he was wounded in the leg in a battle with an enemy tribe. It never healed completely, forcing him to leave the ranks of the warriors and join the ranks of the woodcarvers, though he never complained. Not long after my papa began to walk with a cane, I was born. Papa was sad for a little while, because I was a girl. He would have liked a son to take his place as a warrior, but he always said that when I first smiled at him, he could not be sad anymore. When I was six years old, I asked my parents if I could learn to go outside the village wall with the animal herds. Who could be happy inside the walls when the world lay outside? My parents spoke to our chief, who agreed that I could learn to watch goats on the rocky edges of the great plains on which the world was born. Of course, I did not begin alone. My ten-year-old cousin Ogan was appointed to teach me. On that first morning, I followed him and his dogs to a grazing place. Once the goats were settled, I asked him, What must I learn? First, you learn to use the herder's weapon, the sling, Ogan said. He was very tall and lean, like a stick with muscles. You must be able to help the dogs drive off enemies. He held up a strip of leather. I practiced the twirl and the release of the stone in the sling until my shoulders were sore. For a change of pace, Ogan taught me the words to name the goat's marks and parts until I knew them by heart. Once my muscles were relaxed again, I would take up the sling once more. When it was time to eat our noon food, my cousin took the goats, the dogs, and me up onto a rock outcropping. From there we could see the plains stretch out before us under its veil of dusty air. This was my reward, this long view of the first step to the world. I almost forgot how to eat. Lonely trees fanned their branches out in flat-top sprays. Vultures roosted in their branches. Bales of tall grass separated the herds of zebra, wildebeest, and gazelle in the distance. Lions waited near a watering hole close to our rocks as giraffes nibbled the leaves of thorny trees on the other side. Watching it all, I saw movement. I gasped. Ogan! There! Are those... Are they ostriches? You think, because your mama saw them, they are cousins to you? He teased me. What is it, Kailea? 
Will you grow tail feathers and race them? The ostriches were running. They had long, powerful legs. When they ran, they opened their legs up and stretched. They were not delicate like the gazelle, like my older sisters. They ran in long, loping strides. Watching them, I thought, I want to run like that.